You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's say hello to Pat McAfee, the former Colts punter, now conquering our business. He's the king of sports media with Barstool Sports. You can check out the Pat McAfee show here on TuneIn. Pat, thanks so much for taking the time. Let's start in Indy since you shined as a punter for the Colts. What did you make of Josh McDaniels backing out of the Colts coaching job to stay in New England? You know what? I think it's such an interesting situation because when you're in the playoffs, and Cordell can attest to this, whenever you're in the playoffs, your focus is 1,000% on trying to win a Super Bowl, especially with the way the Belichick dictatorship has been run up there. Tom Brady said on Facebook after kissing his kid that if you want to beat him, you're going to have to give up your entire life for it. So a conversation between Belichick, McDaniels, and Kraft never really got to happen. I think some agreements were come to place, but until right after the Super Bowl, which was a terrible loss for them, obviously, I don't think it all got shored up. I'm assuming Josh McDaniels will be the head coach for the Patriots within a couple of years, just kind of keep it on moving. So the Colts definitely got the short end of the stick in it all, and it looked bad, but it's an understandable decision whenever you take a step back from it all. And I think, I think anybody who understands how focused you have to be to win a Super Bowl can understand that whenever it comes to everything. And aside note real quick i grew up in pittsburgh pennsylvania okay i grew up playing backyard football street football telephone pole to telephone pole and anytime anybody did anything awesome or out of the norm all we would scream is slash the fact that i'm getting to talk to cordell stewart right now is a beautiful thing a true legend of the sport a true legend in the steelers kick returner wide receiver quarterback it don't matter bill cower at the helm cordell stewart making plays it was a beautiful time to be alive. That's all I got to say about that. That's my guy, Pat. I, I like the sidebar. That was good. But let's stay on track here, Pat. We got to stay on track because we can talk Pittsburgh Steelers football all day. Uh, with staying in okay. Indianapolis, um, think about how Josh McDaniels could have been a phenomenal teaching tool for Andrew Luck, who we've seen since getting the $87 million bucks, hadn't been able to truly stay on the football field. Give me the the hot air balloon type conversation. How much air was taken out of that balloon when we knew Josh McDaniels ended up turning his back on coming there to help Andrew Luck become the quarterback that everyone anticipated him to be? I think with the way McDaniels, his first run at head coaching obviously didn't go as planned, I'd assume. He had a lot of bad players coming out speaking badly about him, so he kind of got a bad rep. But he goes back to New England, and he continues to be this quarterback guru with Tom Brady, who's the greatest quarterback of all time, making magic happen. Maybe he learned some lessons from his first time. He could bring him to Indianapolis Colts. Andrew Luck, who can carry a team by himself with not a lot of talent. I got a chance to witness that. Who knows if he's healthy or not. But whenever you think about the mastermind that McDaniels truly is, if you start gifting all of the Patriots offense success to him in recent years, which you can and a lot of people have done, I think hopes for very high with McDaniel's brain getting back here in Indianapolis, which is a fan base that didn't really love football that much. Peyton Manning comes in, puts them all in their head, takes them on the winningest decade in NFL history. I get a chance to, to be in the tail end of that. Football was just a hugely fanatical thing here in Indianapolis. Another regime came in. The head guy, the regime, Grigson, wasn't very much a fan favorite. It was kind of a couple underwhelming season after early success. Fans kind of started losing faith in the whole Colts operation. Josh McDaniels is back on board. Here we go. Greatness is coming again. We got Andrew Luck hopefully healthy after his shoulder surgery 14 months months ago. Let's keep it moving. Chris Ballard's a good brain. And then, this is obviously a speed bump to that whole thing, 
But I believe with Chris Ballard's brain, who I appreciate and respect, I think he'll be able to find a good head coach. And I think if we just get back to winning in here, Indianapolis Colts fans cannot wait to get back on board the coach train. And I'm excited for that as a person who still lives in Indianapolis and loves this city. Chatting with Pat McAfee. Check out the Pat McAfee Show streaming here on TuneIn. It is highly entertaining. Pat, I can't justify what Josh McDaniels did. On this program, we've called him anything from duplicitous to unprofessional. But do you buy a theory out there that maybe he had a moment of clarity, woke up and said, why am I leaving New England? Plus, do I really want to work for Jim Ursay, who can be erratic or on a big word Friday, mercurial? What was your experience like working for Jim Ursay? There's a couple of things here. I have no idea what duplicitous means or that other word you use. It's a Roger Fasaurus Friday on the program, Pat. I'm trying to educate the young people who don't read anymore. (laughs) Yeah, your diction is fantastic. I I, I mean, that is just absolutely incredible there. You need to go. You do the dictionary.com word of the day thing. And, boy, that was really beautiful you just did right there. I honestly believe, and I alluded to this at the beginning, Josh McDaniels, I assume he agreed to something. The Colts went and went all in with a press conference. It's an entire day was scheduled. They had lunch scheduled for his wife. Like, they went all in with this. I assume at some point the mistake McDaniels made was that he said yes. But you can't fault him for the fact that during the playoffs, it's a laser focus type thing. So he never got to chalk this crap. He never got to talk to Belichick about his future. Never got a chance to be like, hey, what's going on here? Like, is there a chance for me to become a head coach here at any time? That conversation didn't happen until after the Super Bowl loss. So I think really the only duplicitous thing he did, if I'm using that word right, was potentially lead the coach just a little bit astray. But you can understand it whenever you don't really have a chance to talk to your current situation about the future because of how busy you are. I think the playoffs are such a tough thing to navigate through when you're either trying to find a head coach or trying to become a head coach. It's a very tricky subject to deal with your focus levels because if you lose and you're doing this, you feel like you let your entire team down. I just think it was terrible timing, an awkward situation. Josh McDaniels will be the head coach of the Patriots at some point, and the Colts hopefully will find somebody good too. And I have no clue what that word is that you use still. I still have no idea what the hell that means. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I have to deal with it every day. Don't worry about it, Pat. You're doing fine. At least you try to at least you try to slide it into what you were saying very Yeah, Cordell like, really just ignores good. me, Pat, and you can do likewise. Hey, let's make Cordell feel better. What was your favorite memory of Cordell Stewart growing up? Uh, You know what? There's so many. It it really, as somebody who grew, I was born in 1987. So, like, my my dad is a diehard Yenzer. He's a Steeler fan through and through. My my family, I'm talking the whole thing. So, whenever you saw Bill Carr and Cordell Stewart take the field, it was just an electric few years there of just happiness because you never knew what was going to happen. Cordell could make a play out of nothing. And that was just something that was so electric, so respected across the city, across the community. And the fact that he's doing this show now with a guy who's using these big-ass words, yeah. I just find it absolutely amazing. Pat, I'm going for counter-programming from Barstool. I'm, I'm just trying to appeal to people who want a couple, and write this one down, polysyllabic words in the afternoon. See, that, that's, that's, that, that's that Stanford Education. Tell him, you know. It, it, Andrew Luck went to Stanford. We're not all bad. It's a, it, yeah, it, he's it, the it, least relatable human on earth. <laughs> that guy is the least relatable human on earth. But he's a hell of a quarterback, and he's a really nice person. Well, I got to so follow up there. Hang on. What makes him so unrelatable? He, he still has a flip phone. Yeah, he still I'm has saying, a flip phone. You Stanford, you Stanford people. 
pronounced. Zach Ertz is a Stanford guy. Right. He was on my show yesterday. He, it's not every, Toby Fleener's friend of mine, Griff Whalen, friend of mine. But whenever you get to those super brains like you humans, it's very tough to relate to your interests uh, because you just have such a better view of, like, smart stuff than anybody else. And Andrew Luck is very – he's not very relatable to guys like me. He and I never had a great conversation where we dug deep into our same things, but he's a very nice guy. He reads a lot of books. He has a book club. He has a flip phone. He's an incredible quarterback. But he's, he's tough to be relatable, which is what Barstool is. We're just trying to be relatable for the common man, by the common man, not the super, super intelligent people who win ESPN spelling championships. That's a whole different world. Well, that won't win you games, Pat. That's for sure. We know that won't win you football <laughs> games, nor keep you healthy. But with saying that, knowing that he, this organization really needs someone, would you say it's a complete letdown? Knowing that you could uh, could have gotten a coach that that that's coached the the best to ever do it to coach with the one of the best that ever did it and and Bill Belichick is it somewhat of a letdown as you move forward to try to find the next candidate to become the head coach of the Indianapolis coach? I think honestly, with the way Indianapolis is, and I think every city outside of New England for the last decade, New England Patriots are the least favorite team, just like the Yankees were, just like the Lakers were. Winning breeds envy and breeds hate. I mean, that's just how it is. You go to any city that's in the AFC, their least favorite team is probably the New England Patriots. So Indianapolis is no different, especially with the run with Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. We've had a lot of losses, a lot of wins over the Patriots. It was a good little rivalry there for a while. So I think all this did is just heighten the hatred for New England. And if you take a, if you look at it from like a complete strategic standpoint, getting a brain out of New England would be great for everybody because it's making New England Patriots worse. But not a lot of Belichick uh, disciples have that great of a winning success because that type of culture that Belichick demands up there is not one that if you don't win immediately is going to be one that's going to be able to withstand. You can't just make everybody's life miserable and lose. In the modern instant gratification society we're in right now, that's just not going to be able to withstand. So I think although McDaniels is a genius, although he has done very good things for New England Patriots, I don't believe that the next coach who comes here, it could be Frank Reich, who was a quarterback coach here when I was a rookie. He was my first quarterback coach. I was third string. People forget that. But it's one of those things where I don't think the Colts fans are going to be that upset, like that much of a letdown, because now their hatred for New England is just that much more. Pat McAfee's our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Last one for me. Pat, I know you're going to find this stunning. I have absolutely no athletic ability. That's why I wanted to become a sportscaster and use big words. You are a renaissance man. You have actual talent. Why did you gravitate towards being a punter? Well, I, so I played soccer, and I was supposed to be a soccer player for a long time, as most kickers and punters are. I had more colleges looking at me for soccer than I did for football. But whenever I realized that I could just kick a ball far and only take, like, three steps instead of having to take, like, run seven miles in a soccer game, I just went with that. I wanted to be rich in America, not rich in Europe. And my dad and I just worked our butts off. Uh, we figured it out. And I've always had really good friends that are quarterbacks, running backs, linebackers. I've never been an outcast in the locker room because I have a competitive mindset. A lot of the old school kickers didn't have that competitive mindset. They were just there to do their job and keep it moving. But for me, it's just I had a rocket attached to my hip, and I was able to take advantage of it. I had great coaches, and I got a chance to play in the NFL, live a dream, and take care of my my entire family and friends, which is what it's all about. And now you're friends with Cordell Stewart, so you're living the dream. 
I'll tell you what, that'd be not, I became friends with John Daly earlier this year. That was a big move for me. But That's the bigger. fact that I'm talking to Cordell Stewart now, I mean, I, this is a big day. This is a big day. Great, going to be a great weekend. That's what I'm talking about. Keep telling that to Brian Weber. Make him understand that. No, please. I got it. I got it. I've been riding this coattail for two years, Pat. I understand who stupendous? the star is on what, this what show. What do you call that? What, what is that? Stupendous? Is that a big enough word for you, Brian? Mm. To say about how happy he is about you know hanging out with us right Pat now? Pat is loquacious. Well, I would be completely flabbergasted if nice. he did not feel electric excitement in a stupendous way about Cordell Stewart being his co-host day in and day out. Pat, thank you for being a bulliant. We love the show. Keep it going. We hope to chat with you again on the NFL on TuneIn. All right, I appreciate you guys. Cordell, thanks for the years of happiness in Pittsburgh growing up. We appreciate it. Brian, have a good one. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.